This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Hi there, this is Joan Van Ark, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Brad Roberts, you're welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. It's happy to welcome back Gigi Garner. Gigi Garner, daughter of beloved film and TV actor James Garner. Gigi has worn many different hats throughout her career, including songwriter, recording artist, jewelry designer, and author. Not only that, in an example of life imitating art, Gigi once upon a time was also a licensed private investigator. The one constant throughout Gigi's life and career is her love of animals. Not only is that something she shared with her dad, it was the driving force behind J.G. Arf, the James Garner Animal Rescue Fund, the nonprofit organization that Gigi started in 2019 that not only helps animal rescue organizations but serves as a legacy to James Garner. We'll tell you more about J.G. Arf in just a segment. First, G.G. Garner, welcome back to our program. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Tell our listeners about J.G. Arf, what led you to start it, and how they can get involved. Well, um, my dad passed away in 2014, and it took me a while to figure out how I wanted to honor his legacy. And my dad was always a huge animal lover, and I've been a rescuer for 30 years. So it dawned on me that maybe I should marry the two, and I came up with the James Garner Animal Rescue Fund, which is J.G. Arf, which I think my dad would find funny. <laughs> and I, I started a 501c3 on Father's Day in uh, 2019, and I thought it would be a good way to keep his name and his legacy alive. Not only not only does it keep Jim's legacy and name alive, but it helps many animals find forever homes all over the place. And it shows a side, it, it, it's another example of the humanity that was part of the real James Garner. No, thank you. You know, my dad even rescued dogs. A little puppy came up to him when he was parked in the middle of the desert in motorhome and uh, just appeared on the doorstep my dad swooped him up and took him back home, and uh, he was such a great dog. And it was while my dad was trying to quit smoking because he was going to be the spokesperson for a non-smoking product. And um, he was parked out in the middle of the desert in this motorhome, and uh, when he found the puppy, he named him Nicotine. <laughs> and then he was then he was called Nikki. Yeah. And he went home with my dad after that. He had he had a lot of dogs throughout his life and career. Did he like one breed over another or did it depend on just whether they connected at the moment? You know what? He he had a lot of dogs. I found out recently with something I didn't know is that at one point he had a great dane. He had a boxer. Um, we had white shepherds. We had quite a few white shepherds. 
one of our white shepherds was named Cherokee, mm-hmm. and we got Cherokee from Norman Jewison, who was a neighbor at the time and also a famous director, mm-hmm. and directed my dad in a film. And um, we went over, my dad went over and got a puppy, and uh, that's how we got Cherokee. And then we had a lot of white shepherds after that, and then we had some, you know, mutts. Uh, he also was fond of Australian silkies, mm-hmm. which are like Yorkshire Terriers, but they're just a little bit heftier. I understand that two of the silkies that he had near the end of his life, two of the silkies he named after the characters on Maverick. Right. Well, we actually had three. Um, we had Brett, then we had Belle, and we had Bo, and Bo's actually still here. That's great. I'm, I'm guessing Annabelle he may have named after the character Jodie Foster played. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's as good as answer as any. So, uh, I'm, I'm scared you're going to ask me about the Rocker Files because your book is so fabulous, 45 Years of Rocker Files. But here's the scary part for me. I was there while they were filming it. I know a lot about it in general. However, I'm not an expert on the Rockford Files, unfortunately, you are, and, but I am an expert on my dad. Well, no, I just, I, I asked you the question about whether he named him after Maverick and Jess, because I didn't, I didn't know he had, I didn't know he had the Silkies named Brett Barton Bell. I thought that was cool, and I also understand that uh, you had dogs named Rocky and Angel once upon a time, so I thought that was no, cool. No, I have dogs right now oh. that are Rocky and Angel. Okay, did you name them after Rockford Files? Of course. <laughs> I, I'm a little concerned. They're, of course, rescues, mm-hmm. which is what I do. But um, I'm a concerned if I, if I have another dog, what am I going to name it? Janice Becker or Beth Davenport? I'm not sure. Yeah, well, just don't name it Lieutenant Deal because Deal never liked Rockford. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> We're talking to Gigi Garner, Gigi Garner, daughter of James Garner, and the head of the James Garner Animal Rescue Fund, JGRF, a nonprofit organization dedicated to raising funds to help rescue organizations, shelters, animals, forests, and veterans with emergencies, evacuations, medical care, adoptions, training, pet supplies, rehabilitation, boarding, transportation, food, and other pressing needs. The James Garner Animal Rescue Fund is one way for James Garner fans to honor Jim's memory and extend his legacy. To learn more about JGRF, go to jgarf.org, J-G-A-R-F, jgarf.org. Um, as, as Gigi mentioned, Gigi wrote a wonderful foreword to my book, 45 Years of the Rockford Files, in which she gives readers a window into who Jim Garner was as a person. 25% of the sales from 45 years of the Rockford Files will support the James Garner Animal Rescue Fund. For more information, go to rockford45.com, rockford45.com. This is a loaded question, and it's it's easy for me to ask this, you know, because like a lot of people, I think of James Garner as the actor, the icon, the image. Uh, it's, it's different for you because he was your dad. When did you realize that your dad was a little more high-profile than most other dads? <laughs> I think I was a late bloomer. <laughs> I think it took me a really long time to figure out why people were so interested in us when we were out in public. 
my dad never acted any differently than he ever did. He was very, very down to earth. And it just took me a while to, to figure it out as a kid. The thing I, I think I noticed was people were constantly coming up to our table while we were eating in a restaurant. And I think as a child, I really didn't understand it. And it took me a while. Yeah, I, I would just I would just imagine it's, it would be difficult as a kid for any kid, you know, uh, to all of a sudden you have to share your dad with everybody else. Right, and you know what? Um, I wasn't that great at sharing <laughs> when I was little. When I was little, because yeah. of course I wanted my dad's full attention all the time. Sure, but um, I grew up to realize that that was just part of it, and. I happily share them with whoever and everyone throughout my life, um, and uh, that's just part of it. That's just part of who he was and what he did, and we reap the benefits of that, certainly, and I'm very fortunate that people did love him so much and did want to, you know, talk to him and be close to him and get to know him. It's it's an honor, you know. Uh, Gigi Garter is the head of the James Garner Animal Rescue Fund, JGARF.org, nonprofit organizations that helps animal rescue organizations and helps many dogs and other animals find forever homes. You can learn more about it at JGARF.org, JGARF.org. Gigi also runs the official James Garner Facebook page where she shares personal photos of her dad on and offset and also gives James Garner fans a glimpse into who he was as a person. Facebook.com forward slash official James Garner. You can also follow Gigi and JGR on Twitter and on Instagram. The James Garner official Facebook page, that's really exploded over the past year. Uh, you've got more than 5,000 fans and followers and growing it's just people cannot get enough of James Garner. <laughs> well, and that's so good for me because that <laughs> helps keep his legacy alive. Absolutely. And his name relevant. And people uh, really identified with him for some reason. I think he, a lot of people tell me, oh, he reminds me so much of my own dad. Mm -hmm. or He reminds me so much of my grandfather. Or, you know, people really related to him on a different level. And I know... Most actors, you know, are in your living room, you know, in your home, and that's how you feel connected. But I don't think every actor connected on such a human level and was as relatable for some reason as my dad. And it's really fun to interact with his fans. And I get a lot of stories about my dad from followers. And then um, it's really fun to hear these stories, especially now since he's gone, you know, because it, it just really makes me feel good um, because I find out all the time of all these incredibly funny and compassionate things that my dad did to help people. It just blows my mind. Yeah, and, and it achieves one of the goals that you set out to do with JGR. Gigi, which is to keep his legacy alive, to to let right. people know that uh, you know, not only was he, not not only did he made 
you know, important contributions to film and television, but he was a good man whose, whose legacy was felt in so many other ways as well. Well, not to brag, but <laughs> he, I've never heard a bad word about him. Yeah. And, you know, there's not a lot of Hollywood people, I guess you could say that about. He really was a humanitarian. Um, he was just a kind, generous soul. He went out of his way to help so many people. It's unbelievable. And he never said a word about any of this. Nobody ever knew. He just did it, and that was it. He lived his life by the golden rule. You know, he treated others the way he wanted to be treated. He treated the people that were high up at executives, at studios, the same as he treated um, our landscaper. And, he, in fact, he probably treated other landscaper much better <laughs> um, <laughs> because he really loved him. And uh, so... I mean, my dad was just an exceptional person who came from a very, very rough background, did not have a strong foundation, and he could have not turned out so good, yeah. but he ended up being, you know, a twice-decorated war veteran from the Korean War, and he just turned out to be a really good person, and I think we need more good people around. We certainly, we, we certainly do, and uh, Gigi Garner is a good person. Gigi Garner runs the James Garner Animal Rescue Fund, ggarf.org, uh, uh, James Garner Animal Rescue Fund. One way for James Garner fans to honor Jim's memory and extend his legacy. Learn more about J.G. Arf, jgarf.org, jgarf.org. You can also follow Gigi and J.G. Arf on Twitter, Instagram, and the official James Garner Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash official James Garner. It's a few days before Labor Day as we have this conversation, folks. Last week was the anniversary of the March on Washington. I thought of your dad on the anniversary date, Gigi, because that was another example of who Jim was as a person. Jim was a fighter. Jim was not afraid to put himself on the line uh, whether it's for civil rights or whether it was to right anything he felt that was wrong, Jim was not afraid to put himself on the line. That is true. He stood up for what he believed in because he had strong morals and strong character. And he knew at the time that in 19, what was it, 63? 63, 63, yeah. That it was, it could be risky to stick your neck out and he could have been, you know, ostracized and, you know, not found work again in Hollywood for whatever reason. But he knew it was the right thing to do to stand up for civil rights. And he wasn't going to let any fear or anything like that get in his way. He was just going to go. And they went with a delegation of Hollywood people like Rita Moreno uh, Charlton Heston, Tony Curtis, Paul Newman, Marlon Brando, um, and many, many others. Uh, Joseph Mankiewicz, um, Blake Edwards, I believe, was there. Um, and uh, they just uh, stood up for what they believed in and did it anyway. Uh, 1963, I think, was also the year that The Thrill of It All was originally released. The Thrill of It All, if I remember correctly, that was directed by Norman Jewison, who we talked about earlier in our conversation and who was one of your neighbors, Gigi, and it was written 
by Carl Reiner, if I remember. Um, I understand. Right. I understand the thrill of it all was the first time you saw your dad on screen. Well, I had seen my dad on screen on the TV on Maverick mm-hmm. when I was a baby, but my mom took me to a theater to see the thrill of it all, and unfortunately, <laughs> there was the scene where my dad drives into the swimming pool yeah. and sinks, <laughs> and I was too little to understand that was make-believe. So I thought my dad was drowning, going to drown, and so I started screaming in the theater and it had to be removed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that I think of it, that, that's a lot for a five- or six-year-old girl to process at the time. Trauma. <laughs> Real trauma involved. So anyway, I couldn't, you know, I didn't understand that. I All I knew was that was my daddy. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I, I didn't understand the make-believe part. Yeah. Well, I, I, I understand that one of your favorite performances of your dad is is in Grand Prix. Oh, I'm obsessed with Grand Prix. What a great experience for him. And it is been said that it's the greatest movie of all time, greatest racing movie of all time, and I agree. And uh, even uh, Ron Howard said so, and he made Rush. Yes, uh, but, uh, <laughs> my dad enjoyed that experience probably more than any other experience in filmmaking that he had. It was just so far ahead of its time. It actually saved that studio at the time they were going to go under, mm-hmm. and it made something like $9 million for them, and they were able to stay afloat. But um, I was there during the filming as well. And uh, I went to Brands Hatch. I went to the racetrack with my dad. And best experience, he put me inside, in his lap in the Formula One car and took me around the racetrack. I, uh, if, if I remember correctly, Gigi, when your dad talks about uh, Grand Prix in his book, The Garner Files, he talks about how those cars were like so small. It's like you don't you don't necessarily drive them; you practically wear them. He was wearing it. For <laughs> sure. They had to. He's so big. Yes. And the inside of the race car is so small. They literally had to take every single thing out, and he was practically sitting on the asphalt <laughs> because. He's so big, and the Formula car is so skinny and small, there just wasn't room for everything. And um, it was risky. I mean, he did all kinds of crazy things. Like, he did his own stunts, and he he, he caught a fire, actually, at one point. And um, it was a stunt, and he was supposed to catch on fire. And then he was trying to turn – there's a – a gas valve shut off um, and he was trying to shut it off and it was stuck and so he stayed in the race car way way too long um, trying to get that th- the gas thing shut yeah. off and then finally they they got him out but you know he could have been really hurt by that and but that's just Method acting, I guess. Well, that's you know, the, the, those are some of the things you take into consideration when when you make movies and when you go all in as he did. Really interesting about Grand Prix is you see all these guys driving, right? Mm-hmm. And none of those guys were driving. <laughs> 
they didn't even have driver's licenses. Yeah. One of never drove. Brian Bedford never drove. Antonio Sabato never drove. These guys didn't even drive. And my dad went to Bob Bondurant School of Driving. Yes, he did. And learned how to drive a race car and became a real race car driver and ended up even driving, coming in second in the Baja 1000. Gigi Garner is on the line with us. Gigi Garner, daughter of James Garner. We'll talk some more with Gigi. We come back on TV Confidential. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. 